police in the morning. Set in Kyushu during the Meiji era, a blind girl named Takiri and the blind monster from a nearby lake named Nebula fight against greedy developers who threaten to take over her family's land. Using an all-puppet human cast and a fantastic monster suit, it offers a new aesthetic in the world of kaiju films. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Here are B-Movie's best durability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are back uh, for February. Uh, January was a little crazy, but we're yeah. back. And since we missed January, Paul's birthday month, we're going to go ahead and let him have his, uh, his kaiju month with a kaiju double date. Aw, that's um, beautiful. We'll be uh, taking a look at kaijus all month. Dinner with a dinosaur. So we're starting with uh, 2019's film Howl from Beyond the Fog. So you heard what the back of the DVD box has to say. Let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. How about we start with, uh, with the bottom here? All right, sounds good to me. So I'll get us started off with... So this film's only 35 minutes long, and usually it's good that things are short, but everything feels a bit rushed. And on that note, number two... The characters themselves are pretty basic. There's no real time to develop them or really get into like a true backstory or motivation for anything. It's kind of just like, yeah, we're here. I have this like one characteristic, and that's it. And number one, the story is also really generic. I mean, basically, the back of the box told you everything. There's a monster that lives on some land that developers want to buy. That's it. Nothing more. All right, number, th- number three. I'm glad the movie wasn't too long because, God, I hate movies that are too long, but 35 minutes is really short. Like, I felt like they, if they had a little bit more time, they could have um, maybe developed the characters a little bit more, done something else. I don't know. Maybe it would have ruined it, but 35 minutes is really short. So it's just a pilot episode. It's an OVA. Uh, number two. Characters were, weren't as developed as I thought they could have been. I mean, maybe they were developed just the right amount and we really need more, but I don't know. It just seemed like there was a lot. We were just kind of thrown into the situation and with like very little backstory for anybody. I don't know. Sometimes less is more. Sometimes more is more. I don't know. I don't know if the right balance is here. But number one, so yeah, this, this movie was made entirely using dolls and... It was an interesting aesthetic. I definitely think it looked good, and it was a cool idea. But there were definitely scenes that looked kind of goofy because the dolls are completely expressionless. It's, um, yeah, it's very hit or miss with how, how they look. I'd say the majority of it looks really good, but there were definitely scenes where it's very... It's almost unintentionally comical. Doll hands. Yes. <laughs> number th- and now for the top. For me, number three... The music, it, uh, it sets the mood quite well. Old-timey Japanese music, very nice, soothing, tense at moments. Number two, the character and kaiju design. I mean, like Paul said, they're, they're designed as, they are dolls. Um, they're, like, hand-carved. They look pretty cool. Every one of them is unique in, uh, in many ways. Although, doll hands are hysterical no matter what. And uh, number one, the atmosphere in the backgrounds. I mean, they really had to be creative to make this look 
convincing in any sort of way. And uh, the, the background and atmosphere tie it all together. I mean, it's foggy, it's dark, sometimes it's bright out, but it's all done in a very artistic way. The best of artistic ways. Number one, yeah, the the overall atmosphere of this movie is just incredible. Like between the music, the 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 lighting, and the even even the dolls and everything, it looked really good. Like I I was I was blown away with it by it. Number two, so I said the movie could have maybe been a little short, a little longer, but it wasn't too long, which is always good. Like I mean, I. I feel like maybe if it had gone on a little bit longer, it would have been better. But if it went on too long, it would have been worse. It was a great idea, and I'm glad it didn't overstay its welcome. And number one, the monster is just really cool looking. It's just like this Loch Ness monster, like um, you know, wreaking havoc on this little Japanese town. It was it was pretty incredible. And I like how it's a howl from beyond the fog, and the monster's howl is a foghorn. It's 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 very fitting. Indeed. So normally we'd have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. But uh, due to the length of this movie and the uh, not too unique dialogue, we're uh, gonna head straight over to our final take. Remember, fans, our final take is the score on our shot scale. Our shot scales are reverse scale, one to ten. One being the best, how m- ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a three out of ten. I give it a two out of ten. So, How From Beyond the Fog is a kaiju movie made entirely with dolls. There's not much more to say. It's a unique art style and atmosphere to make an interesting film um, for anyone who enjoys the kaiju experience. With a runtime of just 35 minutes, it makes it a nice way to unwind without having to get too invested, either time-wise or emotionally. How From Beyond the Fog is a very unique movie. It's a Japanese kaiju movie where all the characters are dolls. It's like a Japanese version of Team America World Police, except with less commentary on wars in the Middle East and more giant sea monsters. The overall atmosphere of the, of the film is hauntingly beautiful, making for a, tru- a truly amazing experience. The uses of dolls was overall good, though there were definitely times where scenes came off as way more goofy than they, they were intended to be. Um, especially due to how expressionless the dolls are. Still, at 35 minutes, this movie is truly an experience that I would highly recommend to anyone who's a fan of kaiju movies or just looking for a unique art style in a film. Well, you know we always have ways to drink away the splick. Drink away the splick, so come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the splick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time the kaiju howls, take a drink. Number two, every time you see doll hands, take a drink. Number three, whenever the subtitles are grammatically incorrect, take a drink. And number four, anytime someone is on a bridge, take a drink. Every time someone speaks Japanese, take a drink. Every time someone pets the monster, take a drink. Every time you see see watercolors, take a drink. Every time the blind woman talks about her family, take a drink. And since last month was my birthday, if you're playing Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth at this point in time, take a drink as well. Because that's, that's what's, between moving and everything else, that's what's preoccupying my time. So go ahead and take a drink for good old Ichiban and Kiryu. Celebrate Paul's birthday with a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the splick. 
If you've ever had thoughts about this movie or anything else Beam related, leave us a comment on your iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at beamoviebros.gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com. Just beamoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at beamoviebros. On my personal Twitter at beamoviepaul. Check out all the kind of leading reviews, interviews, and chats. Our website beamoviebros.com. We have new issues each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon again. The links are right below. Well, we've come to the end of week one for uh, Date with a Kaiju Month. And uh, Howl from Beyond the Fog is in number one spot. Go figure. Yeah, it's going to actually be pretty hard to beat this one. It's a short 35-minute movie about dolls and the Loch Ness Monster, but it was damn good. Yeah, I mean, for once, one of my bottoms wasn't, it needs more kaiju. Like, the kaiju was in a good amount of the movie. Yeah, I, fe- I actually felt that if the kaiju wasn't too much, it would have spoiled it. It's, um, th- it was well-balanced. I, I don't know if it could have maybe been a little longer if like things would have been better, but it did not overstay its welcome, and that's a welcoming uh, change for me. Well, next week, we're, uh, we'll talk about the movie we were initially going to review first this, uh, this year, the 2019 uh, kaiju movie by, uh, by Mark Polonia of the Polonia Brothers production, Zillafoot. Another Sub Rosa Studios film, right? It is. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. And play like a dragon infinite wealth. Bye. <laughs>